What's going on? And welcome into your favorite podcast in the world. It's the That Being Said podcast with your boys, George and me. Got him. Wow. With your boy, Sammy. <laughs> me, George. I almost said Sammy. <laughs> George, and we're coming into recorded and direct from the Sun Hub. Uh, we did NFL weekend. Uh, we actually did a little bit of the uh, Seattle Super Pod on here, too. So this is going to be the intro for two different pods, Seattle Super Pod and the NFL Wild Card Weekend predictions. And then we did our top 12 quarterback ranking when it comes to the 12 that are in the playoffs. A little preview. We both had Josh Allen last, and we both had Lamar Jackson first. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy episode 593. You can find us at sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T sports.com. And uh, stay tuned. Follow us on social media, at pod that on Twitter, and at that being said pod on Instagram. We're going to release a schedule that we have coming out soon with different types of pods. We're going to go all in in 2020. And you know what they call that, George? What they call that? 2020 vision. I like that. 2020 vision in this 2020 year. Um, you're not supposed to say the 2020 year part. You know, that's kind of like the obvious. That's yeah, the I know. I know. But there's the some. There's that's some, the pun. But sometimes, Sammy, people don't get it. Uh, we don't, if you're dumb and you can't get it, you can't get it, right? That's a good point. You got it. Didn't you get it when I said it? Yeah, I got it. 2020 vision, baby. Um, this is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Enjoy the What's going on, everybody? Uh, today, we got a little NBA and NFL mixer. We're going to be starting with NFL, going over our top. We're going to rank the quarterbacks. Me and George kind of have a little bit of a different system, but I'm going. we're going to 12, ranking the 12 quarterbacks that are in the playoffs. Um, on top of that, we are going to then finish off with a little PTI style that we've been doing. Uh, three minutes a topic for the NBA. Um, so we'll get like 20 minutes of that. So NFL playoffs, a quarterback ranking game, and a little bit of NBA um, right before this NFL weekend gets started. It's an exciting time. Um, I guess we can start with playoff games. Absolutely. That's the best way we can get started. Um, Are you ready for the NFL playoffs, Sammy? I am ready. I know. This is like my favorite time of year. Wild card weekend, Sammy. The thing that's really interesting here and to kind of give us like a little bit of a – segue down the line to what we were going to talk about for ranking of quarterbacks is the amount of good quarterbacks i mean usually you'll have like every year you'll have someone like either an injury remember the year it was like sage rosenfels versus who was the backup for the uh for the oakland raiders when Derek carr got hurt he's played at michigan state um forget his name but he was like kind of controversial because his dad was kind of racist on twitter uh, he was like the backup to Kirk Cousins a while ago. Or yeah, that yeah. too. Whatever so they played against each other. There's multiple years where like it just happened to be one bad quarterback always or two bad quarterbacks in the first round. The worst quarterback in this first round is probably Josh Allen. It's not a problem. And He's the worst quarterback in this. Or first Ryan round. Tannehill. I mean, or you could say. And I mean, like, and they're good. They're not bad. There's no bad quarterback. So it makes this first round of a playoffs way more fun because we don't have to actually watch a guy who can't throw the football at all play. Yeah, I mean, but I guess as a Seahawks fan, uh, this weekend's exciting, but yes, yet it's a little more stressful than usual. I mean, like, when the NFL playoffs are going on and my team's not in there, I enjoy it. It's more pure joy yeah. and less stress. Especially when you know you have a first-round buy and you're like, oh, yeah, who do we play next? 
Not just that, or when the team's just not in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just like, whatever. But lately, we've been in the playoffs every year, right? When was the last no, time? We missed we... it the year before last, so 2017. Did we miss it that year? Uh-huh. By one game? We missed yeah. it. Remember, we lost, We beat the Cardinals last game. We needed somebody else to lose. We oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we did miss it. But it wasn't like we were bad. It felt yeah. like a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, it was, basically. If we, if we won one other team lost, we would have been in. But that's what makes this weekend stressful is when your team's in there. Uh, but it also... It's much better when your team's there. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it is stressful. And that Seahawks game anyways, though, is the last game of this coming weekend. So we'll do a quick break for that one so we can you know, have a little Seattle-specific podcast there. Um, let's start off with how the playoffs are starting off, and then we'll get into our list after really quick. Beautiful. Um, quick predictions. Yeah, and uh, kind of crazy. This year, this is not on purpose. This, I don't think it's happened before or in recent times. Both AFC games and both NFC games are on the same day. I know everybody's talking about that. Like, oh my God, what's the, I, I it? Don't just understand. never happened. It's it's just like kind of cool. Yeah, I know, but I, don't, I just don't understand what like. Are you sure it's never happened? It's not. It's never happened. Just it's either it's never happened or it's very rare to happen. Yeah. So it's just cool. I mean, I noticed that, but I didn't. When I first saw that, I didn't really take anything out of it. it was like whatever. I mean, it's just it's. Yeah. Two AFC, two AFC games. Um, Bills. Texans is that first morning game. Bills are on the road, and according to ESPN's lines, whatever. I don't. I, I don't want to act. It, it, it's probably close. It's Houston minus three. Um, so they're saying this is a more evenly matched, and probably a lot of people suspect. I know if you talk to, let's say, non-football experts, just mm-hmm. casual fans, they probably think the Texans are are heads and shoulders heads and above shoulders. because they didn't watch what the Bills did this year. Yeah, and then. And you see who the Bills played. I mean, they only played one team that they only beat one team that was in the playoffs, and that was the Titans before they had Ryan Tannehill with Marcus right. Mariota as a quarterback. Is that the um, only playoff team they beat all year? Yeah. Oh, wow, well, I didn't realize that. Um, look, but they did put a stomp down on the Cowboys, and they did compete against the Ravens in a tight one against yeah, and the they Patriots. Beat, and they beat the Steelers, and the Steelers were in playoff position. And they kind of knocked them out. Yeah. yeah. So for me, this game, I think the Bills are a little bit of a better team, but. As always, it's not easy playing on the road in the playoffs, right? And as your first time. I mean, the, I know the Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson haven't gone on some like huge playoff run yet. But they have been in the playoffs year in and year out. I mean, this is not their first rodeo. And sometimes to me, rodeo Texas didn't mean to do that. Good pun there. Um, I don't think they actually... I think it doesn't affect them as much. I don't. They don't have those jitters. So, I do believe Buffalo, like you said, it might be a better football team. They have come in. They were ten and four. Now they're ten and six. They're kind of lost their last two games. Um, they've lost three right, out of their. They benched lo- everybody. Yeah, the but they've lost also lost three out of their last four. But it's been their toughest part of the schedule with Ravens, Steelers, Patriots, Jets. Um, I, I'm not concerned about if you've lost last three. Whatever it is, like if you look at that, they probably put the best competition on the Ravens out of anyone in the final like few weeks yeah absolutely. final three four weeks um, they compete with the Patriots they won the games they needed to win against the Steelers beating the Patriots wouldn't have got them division anyways and they, they benched everybody against who was the last game the Jets, Jets right yeah so they were almost at a point where they were stuck at the five seed no matter what happens for the last three weeks so yeah, well yeah yeah basically yeah so I, I wasn't too concerned about how the year ended at the end of the day this team has a different type of grit. The quarterback has a certain type of grit. The coaching is, I think they, he's a better coach than Bill O'Brien. And that's nothing against Bill O'Brien. I just think he's a little bit, he's done a lot more with like a harder situation. Buffalo is not an easy place to build 
winning football. Right. So what do you? So who's your pick? I'm taking the Bills. Okay. Um, plus three, and to win. But this is the one that I probably have the least confidence with. Because I, I'm the same exact way. I, I'm, I'm leaning the other way. I'm leaning Houston minus three and Houston to win. But I'm with this is like if if you you know you can do confidence points on you know when you do bets on uh, we we have this like group where we do put confidence points by I, this would be my I mean number people one. know what confidence is yeah. so like this is out of four games this is his this is my lowest. least confident. <laughs> Bet it's more complicated when there's like 16 games. When it, you just yeah. say confidence points, there's four games. Like this is one out of four. <laughs> yeah, this is the least confident pick I am out of anything. It's a coin flip. I'm leaning Houston just because they've been there before with this with this core, and that's that's the only reason. You know, the, this Bills team was in it the year before last, and but not with this core. This is a it's, different it's team. It's kind of the core minus the quarterback. Um, so. I mean, a lot of it, the defense was just a growing defense, same coaching staff. It's, I think it's pretty, there's a lot of similar players. The biggest difference is we never, you say it's a different core because the quarterback's different. And that's where I think the yeah. advantage might come, right? I mean, you're saying Houston's core has been there, but that was two years ago also. That's and last year. Did they make the playoffs? Yeah, last year they won their, they won their, uh, they were the wild card last year. You said they won what? No, no. I thought they won their division. They did win their division last year. Remember Houston? Indianapolis went to Houston round one and beat Houston. I was going to say they were wild card, but they did win their division last year. They've been pretty good then, huh? Yeah. That, that's why. I just like that they've been there with that quarterback and that coaching staff year after year now. And took uh, a nice loss. Yeah, they took a nice loss last year. Um, I just feel like... It's their time to win a playoff game. I know it sounds like really dumb, but I just that, I feel like it's their time. They've gone Sean through. Watson played pretty bad last year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. I guess this is like Colin Coward did that game called the quarterback face game. Yeah. He says it usually fails epically, but then the year because yeah. like, if you use it, that means like the Seahawks might make the Super Bowl. Like yeah, exactly. Um. I'm just, I just think the Bills are a better football team, but like I said, I have a toss up. This team. Sean Watson played off on the playoffs last year, right? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something he does in the regular season a lot. He has these games where you think he's... The MVP? Yeah, and then games where he's... Josh Allen. Yeah. No, no, the worst. The worst. I mean, like he's sometimes just like a the 20th best quarterback in the league, and then there's games where he's an MVP. So that's why this game, to me, is the biggest toss-up. It's a, completely agree. Yeah, I think everybody has an argument for either side. And Vegas is telling you at minus three that they think they're pretty much the same. Thing. Exactly. That's why it's a toss-up. Yeah. <laughs> game two... Titans at Patriots. Um, Patriots are minus five, which is probably smaller than they usually have been in a home playoff game against what would some would think is a little bit of an inferior opponent. Yeah. Some. I'm not saying – I wouldn't be shocked. Personally, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying some would think. Um, what are you leaning towards here? I'm leaning towards the Patriots minus five. Um, actually, for this is – Probably my second highest confidence in in the playoffs for uh, this week. Um, the reason I'm leaning Patriots here is I, I have a theory of the Patriots, and it is I've been right about them for years. If I'm finally wrong, it's cool. I'll take it. Like until I see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick go to a playoff game against an inferior opponent and lose. I'm just going to ride They've them. done that, but it's been like in the AFC Championship yeah, game or yeah. the Super Bowl, not yeah, in the exactly. first round. Yeah, yeah, of course. They've lost Super Bowls. They've lost to the, the Giants, Giants and, and to the Eagles and lost to the Broncos in AFC Championship game. But like in the first round against the Titans, 
when they lose it, they lose it. End of a dynasty, cool. But like, I'm just gonna ride it. I'm gonna ride it until they lose. Yeah, and I don't believe that'd be then just a dynasty. You never know. There's a type I, of team know, that could I, come back and win. Uh, absolutely. Next year. I mean, that's kind of the theory I'm going with. I, I genuinely think the Titans have a shot to win this game compared to what maybe I would have thought of at the beginning of the year if you told me Patriots, Titans are going to be playing in the first round. I would have been like, Pfft. you're like, oh, Marcus Mariota versus Tom Brady. Yeah. Now there's no Mariota. And Derrick Henry has. Derrick Henry's the best running back in football. Uh, I mean, best running back. Christian McCaffrey's the best player that plays running back in football. Yeah. yeah I, and, and I think Ryan Tannehill is kind of taking this team that was a good team and made them almost great. Yeah. Um, but they were two and th- they're seven and three with him. That means they were two and four without him. Right. <laughs> he's so resurrected he's, his career, right? They, right? They're not going to go look for a quarterback this off season, right? No, I don't know if he's under contract though. So maybe, okay. That's not guy. I don't want to, don't quote you on that. I don't, wanna, don't quote me, but no, that's their quarterback right now. Yeah. yeah they're not planning on having Marcus Mario to be their starter next year. As you could put it that way. Right. Um, like every part of me wants to say the Titans are going to win because I think they're probably better right now. Mm-hmm. Like as what we've seen for the last second half of the entire the entire second half, not just like the last two three games, from the whole second half of the season, the Titans have probably had a better passing game, a better running game, and a better defense than the Patriots. The Patriots, like yep. super duper defense that we saw in the first half of the year, wasn't so super duper. No, it's actually been not pedestrian, but it's been just average. Yeah, it's been underwhelming. Um. With all that said, I'm still going to take the Patriots because it's just one of those things where I can't get myself to sit there and put money on the Titans or even claim that they are going to win, whether it's a plus five or whether it's just outright I can't do it. Um, So almost the same reason as you, but not about what I've picked in the past. It's just about the fact that it's the Patriots. And I, like you said, if it's over, it's over. But as of right now, you're like, yeah, they're twelve and four. They were a embarrassing loss away from being the two seed. It was an accident. The Seahawks kind of another almost dynasty type of team for the last five six years. They've won a Super Bowl. They've had a legendary coach and quarterback. Lost an embarrassing game to the Cardinals. The Patriots did it too. Yet, I think both the teams have a great shot of yeah. staying alive this weekend. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. Um, I'm not going to give after that. I will probably, if the Patriots win this game, they go to Kansas City. I will probably pick the Patriots to beat Kansas City too. Just say. I don't know about that. I, I'm but. just saying what I'm going to pick. I'm not saying I might be, I might not even be confident about it, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not at the point where I'm illogically just going to pick them every week. I'm I, just saying I, I against know. inferior opponents at home. I don't know if they've lost a first round game or if they've played one in the last. They league. have. They played the last one they played was 2010 against the Baltimore Ravens, they and lost. they got ran out of the building. And the Ravens won the Super Bowl that year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if the Titans win, guys, might win a Super Bowl. Super Bowl champions. That'd be kind of cool, huh? If Ryan Tannehill like won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yes and no. I mean, be pre- I don't think that many people care to see the Titans in the Super Bowl. Me we, when we have. The you know Eagles, what, you know what, we have the Saints, we have the... You know what we'll be saying if they win the Super Bowl, right? What? Remember the Titans? Nice. That was a great one. <laughs> Unoriginal. <laughs> Very original, sorry. Thank Very you. Original. Thank you. I'm here all day. All right, let's move on to the Sunday. Um, marquee games. Marquee games? <laughs> They're all marquee games this yeah, year. It's playoffs. <laughs> Vikings at Saints. You have the Saints minus seven and a half, and I want to speak on this one first. Okay. I'm going to start with the fact that 
I'm taking Minnesota plus seven and a half. I am too. I'm not stating that they're going to win. I actually will probably. I'm leaning. Everyone thinks this is the most mismatched game. Of the I think weekend. it's the best game of the weekend, personally. And I, I do too. Yeah. I think personnel wise for both teams. I think the problem is we talk about the quarterback face thing. Everyone's probably looking at Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, there's a divide there. Right. But the rosters and the talking about best running backs in the NFL, you have a close second in probably Dalvin Cook. To, yeah. To, oh yeah, he to has Derek an argument. Henry. You got an argument there. Um, he has, you know, he has a couple hundred less yards, right? In a couple, couple. Derrick Henry's better, but he's probably the close second, third type of running back. They have a great roster, a great coach. Um, and, you know, they're a dome team going and playing in a dome. This is mm-hmm. not like some going into Denver and some, like, snow, right? And the or, game is not on primetime, 10 a.m. Kirk yeah. Cousins loves 10 a.m. games. He sure does. Although he has pretty bad record against winning opponents. So okay, that's fair. I am leaning Saints. I just don't think this is going to be as much of a blowout as everyone thinks or as much of a, you know, crazy game that, oh, just Drew Brees is going to tear them up. Mm-hmm. This Vikings team is not bad. This Vikings team, you know, was is was competing in a division against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Um I'm taking Vikings with extreme confidence plus seven and a half, but I because I, I could see them, you know, simply losing a two field goal game or a field goal game. Right, and you know, Sammy, uh, I mean, I'm with you on that. I, I there's no, I can't really add too much to what you said because I completely agree with everything you said. But I want to do say this is my highest confident points of a week. Minnesota plus seven and a half. Yeah, I think this one is a. Uh, I just think it's it's clearly going to happen. Yeah, because these teams are very they're much more evenly matched than the matchup indicates. And what's I want to see average playoff score in the NFL? Like, what's the average like difference in the margin of victory? I am not sure. How do I average playoffs margin of victory? NFL. Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, the twenty-five percent of NFL games have a margin of victory either th- within three or seven. Okay. Okay, that's kind of my point. This is a playoff game. This is not some trash team playing against some great team. We're talking about a playoff game where, hey, there's a there's going to be it's probably a tight margin of victory here. Absolutely, and that's what I think. And actually, I wouldn't be shocked if Minnesota goes and wins. Even though everyone, is, I, I feel like the with the Saints, everyone's they are playing really good football right now, and they are a really good team, and they have a lot to prove. There is that revenge factor from a few years ago in the Minnesota miracle, but I just don't. For some reason, I I might be wrong. I, I'm not as high on this New Orleans team as everyone else's. I'm not either. Um, and I could be totally wrong about it. They might go to the Super Bowl. Everyone's talking about how Drew Brees is having like the best year of his career. Yeah. Okay, that's great and all. He also missed like five, six games with his team. And where, maybe that's maybe the that goes in key. playoffs and he comes in really healthy and they he's make a run. Make a run. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I can't sit here and say I'm confident that they're going to lose. I I just haven't been as high on them as everyone else has. Yeah, neither have I. And I, I although. I mean, I thought they were going to be fine this year. Uh, I, I picked them to miss the playoffs. I was wrong. You thought the the distraction of the NFC Championship last year was going to be the big problem? Yeah, that's a really dumb theory. It's, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm taking the Saints, though, but Vikings plus seven and a half. Perfect. All right. Now we're going to move on to the Seahawks game. And uh, I 
you know, I want to break this down a little bit. Obviously, Seattle's our home team, and we do have our Seattle Super Pod. We're going to put this as part of the Seattle Super Pod. We're going to mash it up and throw it in there. We have the 1 o'clock. And by the way, if you're listening on the Seattle Super Pod, this is part of our playoff preview on the, the full That Being Said podcast. If you want to hear the whole preview, you should. NBA, check it out. But on our Seattle portion right now here, Seahawks at Eagles. 140. It's the last playoff game of the weekend, which I kind of like. I wish it was more of like a 3 o'clock game. I know. We talked about this. They either do 10, 1, or 5. Like, why can't they do like the Super Bowl, like 3.30? 3.30 would have been beautiful. Yeah. Uh, especially on for both us coasts. Seattle folks, we could uh, enjoy ourselves with a adult beverage a little more at at 3 o'clock than one. I think people still will. I know. I just... No, no. These people still will. But I think uh, adult beverage is more enjoyable after 3 o'clock than before 3 o'clock. Personally. I think this is more of a personal thing with with us because we don't work a standard Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. I think everybody else doesn't really care that much because they're like, yeah, it's Sunday. Exactly. Like for us, it's a little different, you know. But I I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, Seahawks are currently at minus one and a half. Um, I don't know what the I always post on San Seattle that little thing there, but on according to the ESPN matchup predictors, thirty nine point seven percent, which mm-hmm. is stupid. Um, what are your initial thoughts here? I, I do have a couple of things. I know Jadavion Clowney's not practicing, but he's playing. He's obviously been a little bit of a disappointment these last few weeks. It seems like he's been playing very banged up. Yeah, I mean he's had one good game really against Forty ers but yeah. he's. This has kind of been his career, up yeah. and down. And then we have uh, Quandre Diggs is expected to play Sunday, which has been – we've kind of seen the gap in our defense without him compared to when he came in. Yeah, how very, good they got. very, very, very key for him to play. Yeah. Um, but this – you know, I guess my biggest concern for this game, initial thoughts, I'm not worried about the offensive side. Russell Wilson can make things happen. He'll make it work. He did it last time in Philly. Mm-hmm. He does it on the road, 7-1 and one on the road this year. I'm concerned about – Carson Wentz has just hit his stride, and our defense has been <laughs> I don't know if questionable is the right word. Yeah, but if there's a if there's an offensive line that this defense is able to penetrate yeah. is this offensive line where there's literally no one. I mean last week there was a clip on the internet if you go watch where because the Eagles have no one left on their offensive line. They literally ran two people on a route and had to leave everyone else other than the quarterback to block yeah like they are depleted I mean, and with quandre Diggs back there if you're running only two guys you know on route and especially if zach Ertz is out which he still might not play we should be able to control them on offense yeah i think i mean i know lane johnson's out on their offensive line and brandon brooks, brooks. and brandon brooks is technically consi- like according to pro football focus he was high like highest rated offensive lineman this year i believe yep um offense uh, defensively this could be the team that we finally you know bring out our full force defense and make some noise but still i'm concerned about our defense it's been very banged up and a lot of just we just look very questionable this year as like a defense. Um, but with that said, if there's an opponent that I would like to play that's in this playoffs on the road, it'd probably be the Eagles compared to anyone else on the road because mm-hmm. this NFC has a lot of good quarterbacks and Drew Brees and Kirk Cousins and and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Aaron Rodgers. If we're going to play on the road with these teams that are left in the playoffs, I would. this one's not too bad. 
Just no. because so of the, it's the lines one and a half now, right? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm taking the Seahawks. I am still concerned about our run game. I know Marshawn, you know, he hit the hole hard. He, I mean, he's not the same Marshawn Lynch. I love no. it, though. Don't get me wrong. It literally made the last game so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. No, it's great. I, I'm with you, though. I'm completely with you. Look, I, if you listen to our other podcast, that being said, pod, the regular version, not Seattle version, I am the biggest Carson Wentz supporter. I, I'm one... I'm one of the biggest Wentz supporters. I'm not the, I'm not driving the fan club because I'm too busy running the Jameis Winston fan club right now. So I don't have time to be the president of the Carson Wentz fan club. I like him a lot. However, a lot of guys that haven't won any Super Bowls, like Andrew Luck fan club. But I've, I mean, Tom Brady. I've always been you know everyone's I was, a Tom I, Brady fan. That doesn't count. That took. I was I was there like when he only had two Super Bowls. So oh, anyway, wow. two Super Bowls. So <laughs> you know. Um, I was only a Peyton Manning fan once he had two Super Bowls. Like, no big deal, though. Never been a fan. But anyway, the point here that I'm trying to make, which is very important, is as good as he is, Russell Wilson's better. I love Carson Wentz. Russell Wilson's a better quarterback. We are a better football team. I think we have the better coach. We have the better quarterback. And somehow, someway, Sammy, this is going to sound crazy, we're healthier than the Philadelphia Eagles. We're not healthier than any other team in the NFL. But the Philadelphia Eagles were healthier, man. Yeah, and that's where, I mean, you look at both these injury reports, it's kind of hilarious. I mean, you, you're talking about some screwed-up offensive lines and, and screwed-up teams. I mean, we have the Seahawks, guard, center, guard, questionable, questionable, questionable. Malik Turner, questionable. Javion Clowney, questionable. Then you go for the Eagles, it's like, Defensive end Derek Barnett questionable. Flexer Cox questionable. Nelson Aguilar questionable. Zach Ertz questionable. Miles Sanders running back questionable. I think they have more than this. That's it's the only thing that fit on the screen. Um, Lane Johnson questionable, and I know that Brandon Brooks was already out. He's deemed right? for out for the year. Yeah. So hear those names, by the way: Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, Nelson Aguilar, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks. I mean, they are... They're depleted. Yeah, they're literally depleted. Their defense is a lot healthier than their offense. Yeah, but, you know... So so is ours so is in ours. a way, but, like, actually very similar type of injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Same type of things going on. A lot of questionable guys. Nothing, you know, that's what it is. It's a lot of guys that are questionable. Um, I do think the Seahawks, though, as of right now, are better on the defensive end. Me too. And currently better on the offensive end because of one man named Russell Wilson. Um. And that's going to lead us to a win. And this Seahawks team, first of all, I know that they're playing on the road in the playoffs. They're not a road playoff team. They had a good enough year to basically most years would either win the division or have a home game yeah, in the playoffs. Should be having a home game early. Yeah, it should be. And we can argue, you know, for months and years, like, oh, was there a pass interference? But what they, whether they fucked up the damn delay of game or that pass interference, whatever it is, probably should have. Won that game well, in the well, One of those things should have went our way, at least. Yeah. yeah, I mean, from the grace of God, like one of them, please. But one of those should have worked Jimmy out. Jimmy Garoppolo play, played a little harder than Russell Wilson this week, but whatever. Huh? Oh, that's just a joke. Uh, that's making fun of no. making fun of Russell Wilson. No, it's not that. I just my favorite thing that athletes do is like thank God for the victory. It's like God hates one team and likes the other team. I think God just enjoys watching football. Or just thanking God because they appreciate their life. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't play a role in who wins a football game. I guess. 
you can see it the way you want to see it. That's Don't tell people it. how to dictate the religion. That's how I see it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> if that's how they feel, that's how they feel. I'm pretty open with that stuff. Like, whatever. If that's how it feels, like, who's to tell you your religion's wrong, you know? No, no, I'm not saying the religion. Anyway, it's just, I was just ma- making a fun joke, trying to keep it light here. That's nice. Well, I, I didn't get it at first. Yeah, yeah. I think like, it's harder. Um, I got the Seahawks. I think they're winning this game. Uh, and I don't just say that as a Seahawks fan. Like, if we were playing in New Orleans week one, right? Like, week one of the playoffs, I don't know if I'd be saying the same thing. But against Philadelphia, I'm feeling pretty confident. And Me what too. I'm hoping is, I don't know if I f- forgot how the schedule works out. I'm hoping we play San Francisco because I feel like we can make the NFC Championship if we so play San Francisco next. We're the five seed. Yeah. So if New Orleans wins and we win, we're playing San Francisco. Okay, cool. If the Vikings win and we win, we go to. We go to San Francisco. No, to Green Bay. Green Bay. Okay. Two seed. It'd be two versus five, one versus six. Who would you rather play? San Francisco. Just for revenge, or who would you rather play? Just match San Francisco. Up San Francisco. Ma- okay. And not just, the, um, what's it called? Relatability. Like we've been there, mm-hmm. played them a lot. I'm. We are basic. I know we could. Both teams would say this. It was a play away from each team winning both games, and that makes me more confident than going to Lambeau in thirty degree weather against Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. So th- it's not about me saying that I think 49ers are actually a better team than the Packers. It's about saying I don't want to play in Lambeau when we can go up to Santa Clara and win. I don't know how easy it is to go up to Lambeau and win. We've played that team. We know the personnel. I think we have a slight advantage, have played them, understand that team, have competed against them. I would just rather go face Jimmy Garoppolo in Santa Clara location plays a big factor than to go play Aaron Rodgers in Wisconsin. Fair enough. I, I, I like I like the way you're thinking there. That's the only reason. Yeah, no, it's very fair. Um, go Seahawks. Yeah, um, score prediction. Yeah, I'm going 27-24 Seahawks. All right. A 21. Game-winning field goal with zero seconds left because it has to be a close game. Yeah, right? it's going to be 19-17 to 17 Seahawks. Ooh. Yeah, that's those weird scores. I think we beat them 17-13 last yeah, game. Yeah, I like, I like weird scores. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game because of the bang-up bang offensive lines. I will say, we always find a way to make it interesting. really interesting. Yeah, it's not, not going to be a blowout. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to win like 21 nothing. Yeah, no, that won't happen. Or we might go up 21 nothing, and then by the fourth, it'll be 21-17 with them having the ball. And then Carson throws a pick at the little final seconds. At the final seconds, on the last play of the game. But it shouldn't have been a pick. It actually went off the receiver's hand and went into the air. But then the other receiver grabbed it, and then he somehow fumbled it. And then it hit our Bobby guy. Wagner's head, and it bounced into Quandre Diggs' hands. Yeah, exactly. It's just like we won the NFC Championship game against the Packers. Like, it just makes no sense. Exactly. I love the, the Seahawks win a lot of playoff games, games in general, that just make no sense. Yeah, like, wait, what? Russell Wilson threw a pick in overtime against San Francisco somehow they didn't it wasn't a pick six even though that's like the classic pick six I interception know. and somehow we get the ball back and score and win because like they just, missed a field goal yeah like that just, <laughs> that's in the minnesota game where they botched the field how many goal. years how, how many years out of your life has this season taken you think one one okay yeah that's what depends this playoff game could. what do you think is better for human health smoking cigarettes or watching the seahawks as a smoking fan? cigarettes yeah me too or like my heart yeah 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 me too i actually Get uncomfortable doing the Seahawks. Yeah. Like, it's really annoying. Yeah, that, that's why. I was wondering. All right. Well, that was part of That Being Said podcast and episode 23 of the Seattle Superpod, um, the 30-minute mark. And so let's take a quick break. I was just helping George write down where, where I can cut this edit. Um, we'll take back, a- back scenes of a producing studio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's uh, 
Should we scrap the quarterback thing for today and get to NBA? We we got 15 minutes. It's up to you. What do you want, George? How about we take a quick break and come back and we'll discuss. And you guys will find out, I guess. <laughs> That's kind of tricky. I like that. I like that too. No, we'll tell you in the intro. So you've already heard it in the intro. This is a this is Radio 101. Bada bing, bada boom. See you after the break. All right. So George and I are going to go through our uh, 11, 12, sorry, our rankings of the quarterbacks for the 2020, 2019 is kind of weird, playoffs. Um, so how I originally went up this ranking, George, was not just based on this year. But some of it is, right? Like I oh, I think we both had Lamar Jackson at one. So let's just mention that. I put him at one because he's been ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? But then there's other guys, for example, like a Tom Brady that's going to be in the middle of the pack for me. Although if we were really ranking on stats this year, he may be at 12th. Right. So I mixed a little bit of this year's stats with some understanding of who do I trust mm-hmm. the most in the playoffs. Yeah, I know many people might say, you don't, you trust Lamar Jackson, like – no, but yeah, because I've seen him dominate the entire NFL. Almost like I said, "fuck it," and I trusted Patrick Mahomes last year, and it yeah, turned it out to be, to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to start with that. Should we go backwards or forwards? I think we go backwards, and like minor. So I wrote ranking the QBs in the NFL based on how they're playing now. I feel like I didn't do a good job of that, <laughs> like because a lot of my old bias came into, like what, like is Tom. Is Kirk Cousins playing better than Tom Brady today? Yeah. Yeah. And I have Tom Brady ahead of Kirk Cousins. So yeah, but the, I have Tom Brady at six because... Yeah, no, I know, I but I'm saying I didn't do a good job. Of, I said ranking the QBs in the NFL playoffs based on how they are playing now. Mine isn't really on how they're playing now. It's a, Yours is based on what you believe. No, but, uh, but then again, I did some of that, and then I didn't do some of that. Like, do you really want Carson Wentz over Aaron Rodgers for the playoffs even? No, yeah. I don't. But is he playing better right now? Yeah, so my I list is a yeah. little confusing. But don't worry about it. <laughs> if you want to change it mid, mid-sentence. No, no, no. It. I like this because this is kind of how I feel right now. Like, it is. All right, let's go through this. We both have at 12, I don't think a shocker, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. This is no offense to Josh Allen. Actually, it's, it's a compliment that he's in this class of quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, some people might argue Ryan Tannehill or Kirk Cousins is last, right? Some people would argue that. Um, but he's just the least experienced and the least good quarterback in this class, I think. Right. But we're talking about 12 quarterbacks that are phenomenal. All the yeah, 12, 12 guys that deserve to be. In play. I mean, out of the top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL today, I think maybe 12 to top maybe 16, 12 are in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you're probably missing like a Matt Ryan and a Dak Prescott. Uh, I don't know, maybe Jared Goff. And Jared Goff, and yeah, like a Matt Stafford if he's healthy. Yeah, there's 16 right there. That's probably about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, number 11, Ryan Tanny Hill, who can throw the ball over the hill because his arm is so strong. I'm at Tannehill at 10, and I put Jimmy Garoppolo at 11. Which, which this is my biggest disagreement on your list, but that's fine. That's why they're lists. Yeah, my thing with Jimmy Garoppolo is I'm taking into – I'm also – this list is not telling you who – I'm not saying Lamar Jackson won means I think Baltimore versus Russell Wilson. You know, I'm not saying which teams right. I have listed. I have Jimmy Garoppolo as the guy I probably, I guess, 
if I was to put him on the worst team in this playoffs, would I think he'd be the eleventh best quarterback in this playoffs, right? So I'm guess I guess I'm I was kind of looking at it in a sense of too, like if you replace these quarterbacks and put them on other teams, because mm-hmm. if you just look at the teams, yeah, then you could put Jimmy Garoppolo like two, right? But that's not necessarily how, and then Russell Wilson would be 11th because that's not how my list is working so I just don't truly believe that much in a Garoppolo and that's not once again there's only 12 quarterbacks in here and they're most of them are top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL so I'm putting him with Carson Wentz and Ryan Tannehill and that's because I think he's right there but it's one of those lists that it's really fucking hard to crack the top seven in yeah this list. I, but I just think it's like if you put him on Tennessee he's better than Ryan Tannehill Sure, he's probably the same. Probably better than Kirk Cousins. That that's where I like. I mean, Kirk Cousins, uh, to be honest, has has put up much better numbers statistically on much worse teams in his career. Yeah, but you got Dalvin Cook, you got Diggs, you got Thielen. Kirk Cousins was putting up four thousand passing yards in in Washington. Yeah, absolutely. Where I'm just saying, he's done a lot with a lot less talent. I'm the type of person I don't just hand people like you're an amazing qu- Jimmy Garoppolo has not played full 16 games yet has he or no he's played like 17 now in his career, career? no yeah. yeah no he played 16 this year and he played four and, and then three and it's just when, so he, he's almost cracked two seasons yeah he's almost cracked two seasons but he's and that's where impressive. I'm still I, I, I think you not I just wonder, not that many people would argue this as no. much as you are no because I think I think this part of a list is the hardest like part of a list is like 8, 9, 10, 11, and it doesn't matter if you get it right or wrong. Like This is, this is a list. But my question for you is, I just wonder, and I'm not saying this is why, if he was the Tennessee Titans quarterback and Ryan Hill was the 49ers quarterback, if you would have him switch because you also don't like the 49ers because they're in our division. I just wonder that. I mean, they're literally the same spot. No, I, it would probably be, yeah, it would probably be Jimmy Garoppolo 10 and Tannehill 11 because I, I, it would be, Ryan Tannehill has the most stacked roster in the NFL. Right. I ju- so I'm just wondering. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you do it because it's Jimmy Garoppolo's a 49ers quarterback. Subconsciously. That would make no sense because then why would I put Carson Wentz, the team that they're playing against, or Tom Brady? Every Seattle fan in the world hates Tom Brady. But you, don't, but you don't hate Tom Brady. So that's why. But anyway, moving on. I, we just disagree with that part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. your reasoning was just not realistic. But I just think... I'm sorry, if you look at the statistics, they're exact same quarterback. And that's why I have Ryan Tannehill at 10. I think he has a less good team, and he's doing the same exact... They pretty much have the exact same statistics. We read them last night. Yeah. Same completion percentage, about the same yards. Um, and this is with Tannehill playing six less games. And almost the same touchdowns, same interceptions. Yeah, so. fair enough. I mean, agree to disagree on that one. Ten, I have Kirk Cousins. You have... Tannehill. Tannehill. Um... I have cousins at eight, which in which is Wince at nine. So I go Allen, Garoppolo, Tannehill, Wince, Cousins. I go Allen, Tannehill, Cousins, Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I if I were to redo it now, I'd probably switch Garoppolo and Brady. Yeah, the thing of Tom Brady, it's it's a weird once one. again. Yeah, you could say he could be last on this list, right? How because of how he's playing yeah, today. But I don't trust Garoppolo more than Tom Brady. Me if it's too. Tom Brady versus Garoppolo. I'm going Garoppolo, and that could be wrong. You mean Brady? Yeah, I'd go Brady, but that could be wrong. But until it's the same thing with the Tom Brady stuff. Until I'm proven wrong, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stick with Tom Brady. Yeah, I wish I switch switch those two. I, I will agree with that. Um, here, read the read your full list, twelve down up to one. So we can right. compare and contrast. Josh Allen, 12. Tannehill, 11. Kirk Cousins, 10. Tom Brady, 9. 
Jimmy Garoppolo, 8. Aaron Rodgers, 7. Carson went 6. Deshaun Watson, 5. Kind of wish I put Watson at 7 and put Rodgers at 5 and kept Wentz at 6. Just kind of switch those. Drew Brees at 4. Russell Wilson at 3. Mahomes at 2. Lamar Jackson at 1. So I'd probably, to be honest, I'd probably put make it Lamar, Mahomes, Wilson, Brees, Rodgers, Wentz, Watson, Brady, Garoppolo, Cousins, Tannehill, Allen. When I'm like talking out loud. My list goes Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and that's because he's he's on one of the worst teams in the NFL and they're in the playoffs. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's all down on Aaron Rodgers. The guy is fucking Aaron Rodgers. He has a bye week in the playoffs. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I'd move him. I'd yeah. move him back up. I'm not saying you. I'm saying everyone's yeah. down. Everyone's like, I have replies to this tweet. Like, Drew missed five games and has this this compared to Aaron Rodgers and people saying ha oh, ha Aaron Rodgers is dog shit this season like okay it's Aaron Rodgers right Patrick Mahomes Drew Brees Tom Brady I thought those were unarguable just because I was mixing a little bit of who are the best young quarterbacks in the NFL with the legends you know like yeah. that that's what I thought was unarguable and then you got I thought that was the tier one for me it was Brady Brees Mahomes Rodgers Wilson and Jackson and going into this season I guess the five guys that were people were talking about were the Wilson Rogers Mahomes Breeze Brady and then right. Lamar kind of added himself to that conversation and then that last part of the list to me was very it could be switched with anybody except for maybe Josh Allen but I went Watson Cousins Wentz Tannehill Garoppolo Allen and that plays a role with playoff experience because remember I'm talking about not only who played what this year who do I trust maybe a little more like Watson you talked about it earlier has a little more playoff experience than a Josh Allen or more he has more playoff experience than a Wentz and a Garoppolo um, and a Tannehill right yep um, which is the one really interesting thing I think if we want to talk about the end of the list for one more moment is we can argue all day about Garoppolo Tannehill Wentz Cousins right Watson all have zero playoff wins in their career, correct? Um, I mean, you if you want to get really technical, Garoppolo has two Super Bowl rings, but that's and so does Carson Car- uh, has so, one. It has one, so like no, no. I'm just wondering. I'm not saying this means anything for the playing, but I wonder like if the experience of going through a playoff, like it's almost like seeing your dad do something. Like you have that experience, you know what it's like. You know, you know what the journey feels like. Being a sure. starter is completely different. Yeah. I mean, but, some but people I wonder, is ball strength on big stage. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> I wonder if, like, it does help. You, at least you know, like, the routine. All right, you get to the Super Bowl. You have a week off. You have media day. Like, you, you've you seen that preparation. I wonder if it's helpful or not. Sure. I think it is. You've been in the system. But at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, Wentz, Tannehill, Garoppolo, and Allen all have zero playoff wins. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think I agree. I know part of the process, like – uh it's like somebody coming from a shitty company or coming from a really good company. Right. You have a lot better experience. But at the end of the day, when it's your turn to perform, some people don't perform. Exactly. So, um, and I'm not saying, I, I think Garoppolo will be fine. I think I think all those quarterbacks will be fine with the exception of maybe Kirk Cousins has something a little more to prove because yep. he's been the one that hasn't showed up in the regular season even. Um, but I think the rest of them are fine, including Josh Allen. But I think that's where my list separated, George. Yep. If you look at it, Lamar Jackson has zero playoff wins, but fuck it. That guy's been playing insane. Yep. Um, Lamar Jackson, and then I had the Russell Wilson, Rodgers, Mahomes, Breeze, Brady. And then the other half of the list is just guys that haven't been there before. No, very fair. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, we re- I revised my list a little bit after talking to you because I, my I guess my biggest disagreement on my own first list was where Aaron Rodgers was was just way too low. Yeah, yeah, like it is Aaron Rodgers. Let's not forget. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just really disrespectful to put him above uh, or put Wentz above Rodgers just because of like what we said. That, and it's ridiculous that you have know. Tom Brady at like eight. Yeah, no, I mean. No, not yeah. I mean, you just said you wouldn't be surprised if they made it to the AFC Championship. What does that mean in your list? You're not talking. So this is where your list makes no sense. Once again, you're not talking about. Uh, it's my what, list. It makes sense to me. No, it doesn't because you just changed it. Because you're talking about who do you trust in the playoffs, including with who's great. If you genuinely think Tom Brady is going to beat Tennessee and then beat Kansas City, that means he's going to be in the top four. He's going to be top four or five, right? Because they're not doing it without Tom Brady. You know what? I'd probably put Tom Brady above Deshaun Watson and move Deshaun Watson to eight. If the that, Patriots about, face the te- Texans tomorrow, who are you picking? Tom Brady. Yeah, that's this yeah. is my point. Yeah, and then, but if they face like the Eagles, Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Chiefs, and Ravens, like head-to-head quarterback matchup, I'm probably not picking Brady. That In the quarterback matchup doesn't mean the team can't win, but they'll have to win a different way right now. You realize you're putting the worst record quarterback, Carson Wentz, ahead of Tom Brady? From what he's done with this team right now and how he's playing, it's a little bit like it's a lot of, like I said, mine's a mix between playoff experience and how they're playing now, a little bit of combination of both and where I think they are. No, I feel you. I feel you. That's why I have some of that. Like, we all disagree because, on Because Brady's experience puts him above Watson, but like there's talent. But it doesn't put him above Wentz who has zero playoff experience. Right, appearances. because his talent like is better right now. So it's just like one of those, you know. It's 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 arbitrary list. It's not I mean, I'm just praying to God that this Carson Wentz guy has an awful game. And yeah. Just, like just, I need him to have an awful game. I'm rooting for the Seahawks. Yeah, I just can't wait for that to happen. Or he's gonna have a good game and lose because they're broken yeah actually that'd be the best case scenario. that would be the best um episode 593 and uh we'll be back with an extensive podcast schedule coming up soon guys so yep. stay tuned for that 2020 is gonna be the year this podcast is gonna be insane much love uh we'll talk to you guys soon this is sports on tap and this is sports radio redefined <laughs>